0: hello my friends and welcome to this year's spooktober event on my podcast inside my busy mind i am so excited to be doing this again with you all it is so much fun for me i really do enjoy it if you know me or anything about me you know that i love halloween i love anything creepy scary spooky paranormal true crime i love it all it's my favorite so i really just want to share that interest and joy with all of you If you don't know what Spooktober is or if you weren't around for last year's Spooktober, basically what I'll be doing is for the next few episodes during the month of October, I will be reading some scary stories from online. The majority of them are from Reddit, but some of them are from other sources as well. I will specify that within the episode and in the description of the episode. If you are an author or somebody who wrote one of the stories that I am reading and you would like for me to remove it, please message me at imbmpodcast on Instagram and I will do that for you. That will also be in the description of this episode. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening and I hope that you enjoy. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Inside My Busy Mind. I hope that you are doing well today and every day, and I'm so glad that you're here. First off, I just want to say I am sorry for the late start on the Spooktober event that I said I was going to be doing this year. I am doing it. That is what today's episode is, however, I did plan to do more episodes, and I did plan to do um, do them more often, but you know, I just have had too busy of a schedule really. And honestly, I have been doing way too much this, uh, this month in particular. I have had, you know, vet visits. I have had work. Obviously I've had things that I needed to take care of, like, you know, car maintenance, just lots and lots of things that have been pushing this off to the side for me. but. I am here I want to make sure that I stick to my word and this is just something that's really fun for me and I want to be able to make the time for it so tonight I do have that extra time and I just want to go ahead and jump right in so this first story is from reddit and before I get into it here is a disclaimer Um, all the credit and you know copyright all of that goes to the author of the post Um, if anybody who wrote any of the stories that I read would like for me to take this down or to take that specific story out um please just message me on my instagram it's imbmpodcast um it's also in the description of this episode i will gladly take it down um i did not write any of these stories none of them belong to me so just wanted to put that out there before i begin Now this first one is pretty long. I don't know if I'll have time for a second one after reading it, um, but if I do, then I definitely will. So we'll just see um, how long this one goes and then we will jump into another one if possible. Um, I have not read this story yet. I just kind of skimmed through it because I wanted to have a genuine reaction with you guys. I wanted to hear it for the first time with you. So let's just hope that it's really good and I don't waste my time. It did get an award on Reddit and it has quite a few upvotes, so I'm just going to be hopeful that it's a good story. Alrighty, so this is on the Reddit page Stay Awake, and it is by the user objective-tell-6047. The title is, I worked as an overnight security guard at a local college. I quit after seeing something in the parking lot. So that's the title. Let's go ahead and get into the story. I had just gone through a pretty rough divorce a few months ago. For the brief two years, my ex and I were married. Most of our nights ended up turning into shouting matches and insults. We were always so loud, we had gotten several noise complaints and an eventual ultimatum that could be thrown that we could be thrown out of the building. Anyway, we ended the whole thing and she got most of everything. The house belonged to her family along with most everything in it. She let me only have my clothes, some photos, and my dog, Riley. I was short on money at the time. Luckily, a friend of mine let me stay in his home for as long as I needed. While there, I was looking for a better paying job to help me get my life back on track. My search led me to an opening for a campus security guard at the local community college. I arrived at the interview to learn that this was a job for the night shift. I wasn't too sure about taking the job at first, but my bills and growing debts weren't going to pay themselves off. Needless to say, I started the next night. The campus itself was a decent size, both in terms of area and the number of students. The core campus includes 14 educational and auxiliary buildings. The security office was by the south entrance of the college, situated on the second floor of the parking garage. The two senior security guards, James and Darnell, walked me through my job description. My task every night was to complete two full searches around campus, checking all the buildings and monitoring the security cameras. My shift would start at 930 at night and go through to 6 o'clock in the morning, by which time I would take the bus home. The job itself wasn't too bad. I kind of developed a friendship between James and Darnell, since there was a brief period of time our shifts would overlap. By the time they both left, it would be midnight for me, and I'd be alone on campus. It's so surreal how such a place that's bustling and full of students can quickly empty out and turn silent. When my shift starts, there's usually a few cars left in the lot for those who took evening classes. Some instructors and other staff would sometimes work extra late, but those instances were rare. In short, my interaction with other people besides my coworkers was almost non-existent. Sometimes on break or in between circuits, if it stayed quiet on campus, I'd read a book or listen to spooky stories on my phone. After listening, I would start to feel a little creeped out for being in a campus all alone after dark, but I got used to it. It killed the boredom until I started my next circuits and still, sorry guys, this sentence is messed up. The sentence says, it killed the boredom until I started my next circuit started. So let me reread that. It killed the boredom until my next circuit started. I wouldn't find much of anything out of the ordinary, aside from the random object left behind by a student, which I would bring back to the lost and found. I just had to make sure no one else was hanging around after closing. After coming back, I would check the security footage in case I missed something. There were a few screens recording specific spots with the most activity during the day one for each parking lot, one for each floor in all the buildings, and one for the administrative office. I got decent pay every couple of weeks. After a while, I moved out of my friend's house and got a small apartment and was saving up for a used car. I felt like my luck was starting to turn around finally. Then I had the scariest experience of my life. I was left alone around midnight like always. The campus was absolutely deserted at this time like normal. It was summer during this time, so the night was pretty warm. I felt like I was building a bit of sweat in my security uniform while doing my first circuit. I came back to the security office after finding nothing of note and checked the camera feed. I found nothing in any of the screens until I checked the one for the south lot, near the office. While the screen was small, I could discern the moving of a large shadow across one of the lampposts. It was doing nothing but moving back and forth across the light. The shadow looked too large to be some small bird or animal. I deduced it could be It had to be someone parked off-screen, so I couldn't visibly see them. I went out there to check things out and found nothing there. If it were a person just fucking around, they would have to have left a sign of their presence. There was nothing left behind. I didn't hear a car driving off, or any noise for that matter. I scoped the rest of the south lot to find the source of the shadow. Still nothing. I sighed in annoyance at the thought of some jackass deciding to waste my time. Nothing else happened the rest of the night. I got used to sleeping during the day, but all I could afford to sleep on was a cheap couch that was anything but comfortable. It was rare that I got a full 8 hours of sleep on it, and to top it off, the AC unit had crapped out. My cheap apartment had gotten warmer, making it much harder to sleep. I got to the college at the start of my shift with maybe 4, 5, and a half hours of sleep. I had coffee, but it only lasted for so long. With it being extremely late, my office feeling cool, and it being quiet everywhere, I started feeling drowsy. Sleeping on the job wasn't allowed, of course, but every now and then I let myself have a brief nap to refresh myself. So I set my head on the desk and fell asleep instantly. I was later jolted awake. A feeling of something very wrong switched my entire mind on alert and woke me up. I rubbed my eyes and checked the monitors to see if anything was up. I looked at the camera feed for the south lot and my eyes narrowed. Beneath one of the lamp lights, a person was standing, not doing anything just being very still i couldn't make out any details but this person had long black hair and looked very tall for almost reaching the light i looked at the bottom of the screen and found the camera was still recording whoever the camera was showing was still there the feeling that jolted me awake intensified and i was aware of myself shaking a chill colder than the air inside the office crept up my neck my body was reacting to some sort of danger the image was giving off Still, a weird person on the security footage was was not an excuse to not do my job. I got to the lot in under a minute, and I saw that the person was still standing under the lamp, just being dead still. Their back was facing me, and their head seemed to be bowed forward. As I approached closer to try to get their attention, I found that this trespasser was very tall and lanky, and was wearing a dirty white dress. I called to her again, asking if she needed help, but she didn't respond. She just kept standing like a statue where she was. I reached out to touch her, and my hand retracted back from the burning sensation her skin gave off, as if she were on fire. I cursed and shook my hand to cool it off, and the lady moved for the first time. Her head lifted upward, as if finally acknowledging I was there. She turned around, and I started to track backwards. Her body was humanoid, but she had the head of a goat or ram. The fur was pitch black, contrasting against her pale skin and white dress, the eyes were red like burning embers and strands of flesh hung off of its curved horns. As my backwards walk sped up, I could hear it give off a deep thunderish roar. I ran backwards to the office and I swear I could hear the thing sprinting after me. I ran faster than I ever have in my life and I barricaded myself in the security office. For good measure, I switched off the lights inside and called 911, told them something was on campus and they sent someone over. I hung up and strained my ears to hear any noise outside my office. It was hard to notice anything other than the pounding of my heart overworking. It felt like an eternity before I heard the knocking at the door. The cops notified their presence and I slowly opened the door. They questioned me about what I called for. When I told them, they looked at me as if I were a mental patient or a drug user. I played the footage back for them and there the thing was. At the very least, they weren't going to arrest me for making a fake emergency call. But with the trespasser gone there wasn't much left that they could do they left and i was once again alone this time i was very afraid not that i was alone but afraid that i wasn't alone and that the thing was still out there i wasn't taking any chances i waited in that office and kept the door locked until the end of my shift i left a note saying i resigned immediately and i never went back so that one i do find to be pretty creepy I personally am not a huge fan of, like, the folklore type of creature stories. Like, you know, I'm more into real-life situations, like, something that could and would actually happen in real life. Um, But nonetheless, that was very terrifying to imagine, like, if you were in that situation. Um, And I think regardless of the person having a goat or a ram head, just the fact that somebody is standing outside in the middle of the night, like literally just standing there not moving that in itself would terrify me so that definitely was a spooky story in my opinion um but we are over the 11 minute mark now and I don't want this to be too long of an episode so I am going to end it here but I promise you I have some other stories lined up already I did find some I did some research on them um I saved them so there's no excuse for me at this point to not you know just record a quick episode and send it out for you guys so Thank you for listening. I hope that this one spooked you at least a little bit. Um, I really enjoyed it myself. I'm actually alone right now, and it is nighttime, so I'm feeling extra spooked out. Um, But again, thanks for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed this story. Thank you to the user who wrote the story, and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of this year's spooktober event i hope that it creeped you out i hope it got you in the mood for spooky season for halloween i know that it did for me and i really hope that you guys join me in my next episode to hear some more spooky stories thanks so much bye